and it's over with. expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, Shirley Brown. Good morning, Val Young. Good morning, Willie Van. Uh, good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts, One Love, One Love. You're lucky if you have just one love. One love, one love. You're lucky just to have just one. Love yourself. Shout out to Yusef Kente, y'all. Simi Braxton. Good morning, all you awesome wonders out there in Cyberland. And welcome to the Kings in the Morning. And we're glad that you're here with us today. But let me remind you, as I always do, this ain't your ordinary show, but for he or she that can endure to the end. That being said, strap them down, roll them up, and tuck them in. You're going to need all three of these, caffeine, nicotine, and adrenaline. Go ahead, Mr. J. King, and do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, on this Wednesday, August the 2nd, 2023, you're riding with the king. Well, good morning, Mr. Lopez. There ain't a problem. He can't fix. He can fix it in the mix. Fix in the mix. Every breath you take, it's a blessing. Don't believe me? Hold your breath for a couple of minutes. All right, let's breathe on this Wednesday. Kings in the morning. I'm drinking coffee. Are you drinking coffee with me? Good morning, America. He is ready to zoom. It's like a mushroom. Be Fred. Mushroom Fred. Big Fred and out. Have a great day. Heavyweight lovers going to get down. Buckle in. It's going to be a rough ride. Get the kids out the room. Because these niggas don't know how to act. Brother Reverend Ali. Start spreading the mute. I'm getting muted today. You're going to be a part of it. Muter, muter, if I get muted anywhere, I'd rather get muted right here. It's up to you, muter, muter. (laughs) You full of shit, Jay. (laughs) It wasn't that good. That shit was banging. What are you talking about? Better than some of them Bossa Nova songs you be playing. So, uh, uh, good morning, Vertical. Uh, 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 Fat Boy said, uh, Jay, do you think Trump should be able to run for president again? That's a great question. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about it today. 
because um, um, I, I believe that if Trump ran for president against um, uh, against Joe Biden, Trump would beat him. Good morning, Andre Henley, and and that's a sad that's a sad case to say that Donald Trump would could beat uh, Biden. It just shows you how how horrible of a president Biden has been uh, because Donald Trump is a narcissist, an egomaniac, a racist, and a bigot, and he's dumber than a motherfucker, and he's a criminal. And all the things that Reese said that Donald Trump wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be charged with, he's now being charged with. He's being charged with trying to overthrow an election. So... Um, What's scary is that um, is that Donald Trump gets gets another chance at being president. That's what's scary. But that just lets you know how broken our system is. That we have a guy um, we have a guy who is um, no, it doesn't say a lot about his followers, Andre. It says a lot about our country. Um, we have a guy who we know is on the verge of dementia, and we have a guy who we know. Who's who, who's a who's a criminal, and that's who's running for president. Um, it, I agree with you, uh, Mitch Lopez. But that's that's how broke our system is. That's how broken our system is, and we have to call it what it is. Um, before we get into it, you guys. So Chub, I did the mix on Chub Rock. The Chub Rock, the Chub Rock thing came out great. So we got um, Chub Rock and we got Vinny. Uh, so I'm going to play Chub Rock real quick. Rock. Good morning, yeah. Jabari. Rock, you baby. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. How should you strengthen when you love someone? Thank you. 
this year's now. From white picket fences to tears now. I think it may be over, sadly. With you, too many games, Milton Bradley. You're my soulmate, and I show that. But your jealousy at times is a low jack. I can care less about your benzes. I'ma leave with my sanity and its appendage. And move on, the grass is greener. I'm old school like have you seen her? To me, love should always feel good. Feel good. A wandering eye, but still should. Respect your owner, that's if I own it. I admit it won't be easy to clone it. In any case, please keep it tight. I might circle back if it's alright. Right. Come on. If you He didn't. He didn't flow good enough. You didn't have me fix it. That shit is basic. Uh, I like. I like it. I like um, what he did. You like a lot of whack shit, Jay. That's what I learned about well, you. I, well, that's not true because if I liked a lot of whack shit, then you would have been on it. Yeah, so whatever, J. King. You like a lot of Yo, whack shit. What do you mean you don't like it? What, what, what's wrong with the flow? What's wrong with it? What do you mean you don't like it, Jay? What, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Um, I, I I like it. I, I like the way he did it. Um, this is a so this is Vinny. Yep, this is Vinny Tirada. Tirada. Oh my God. John Mexican, it was very nice. No anger in it. We gotta have a concert every day. How should you express it when you love someone? Nigga, you ain't have a hit. 
Ain't nobody called you to perform or nothing in 20 years. I called you. ass up, nigga. You might have a heart attack this morning and die, nigga. Shut up. Uh, um, so, um, so that's what I did yesterday. And then um, uh, Cal Bennett sent this over for the Bossa Nova album. Came and they, well, he he sent that over to me yesterday. Um, Boo! Boo! Um, I'm not. I, listen, Ali 
is uh, Ali is hurt. You know. Okay, I that's a real smooth music. That's smooth. That's Thank real you. smooth. Uh, it's audience Thank orientated, you. man. Uh, 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 cool jazz, easy listening, cruising. You know, it's not for a guy that don't have no class. You know what I mean? Eating and, and having um, a glass of all, wine. Um, fat boy, you don't know what I did and what I didn't do because you haven't been in the bedroom with me. I do know this though: your fat ass done laid out on the beach for five or ten minutes, like a goddamn well with a little tic tac weenie. Good morning, Jeff Carter. Uh, I got some Cialis as far as that. Tell that fat fucker that he needs some Cialis from Viagra and uh, somebody to play with that little wiener he got, damn it. <laughs> Ain't no wiener like the one he got. His wiener is real small. Goddamn nah. titties and shit. <laughs> I know what he's going to, nigga. He needs a double D bra shit, because I know I'm a, a double D with a stretch mark, too. Nigga, you want to borrow one of mine? So, um... So let me let and so let me hear what let me let you guys hear. This is what we mixed yesterday. Let's see if I'll be like this. Oh, I 
is going to do the word of the day. Um, <laughs> the nigga can't spell cat. <laughs> Reese. Reese is a black Archie Bunker. That's that motherfucker. He's Archie Bunker. Now, get in the barracks and say it. You know what, Fred? You've been here long enough. Thank God you got it right. I, I, I love the comparison. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Anytime you compare him to a white man, he loves it. Um, today is Wednesday, <laughs> and I August 2nd. white man to boot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 2023. Uh, God's truth is my truth. Truth is the uh, daily word, T-R-U-T-H. God's truth is my truth. The world is filled to overflowing with information, so much, in fact, that I may find it difficult to know what is true when I feel overwhelmed. I turn to, I turn to the most reliable source of truth, the truth of God. God is absolute goodness, peace, and love. There are the endearing truths to which I give my attention and place my energy. Whatever builds me up, inspires me, and triggers my impulses towards kindness and decency has its roots in spiritual truth. Ideas that promote fear, scarcity, and separation are not based upon divine ideas of love, peace, and goodness. When I stay focused on the name and the nature of God, I can more easily discern what is true in the world. Today's Bible verse is Psalms 86:11. Teach me your way. O oh Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Give me an undivided heart to revere your name. Yusef Kente, what is the word of the day? J. King, the word of the day is ho. That nigga just he just took a hit, Jay. You can't hear him. That be, I don't I don't know where you get these clowns, man. Let him do the word of the day. Go ahead. You spell ho B I T C H. A hoe is what you use to catch other hoes. So let me use that in a sentence. When I when I help my oh. wife oh. out of the car mm-hmm. and she reaches out to me, mm-hmm. I say he ho and holds in proximity love hearing me talk like that. Ho. What where did V I T C H come from? Because you know, you know I can't spell, <laughs> but you can use bitch and hoe synonymously. <laughs> you are the walking epitome of a retard fucking a doorknob. You're the walking epitome of a retard fucking a doorknob. You're an idiot. You're Reese, an idiot. I love you. I love you, Reese. You know I love you. There's no me without you. There's no you. There's no you with brains. <laughs> well, that's another. Okay, way you guys. We're going to get into this um, Donald Trump situation. Yes, we are. 
Special counsel Jack Smith unveiled his case alleging that former President Donald Trump broke several laws in his attempt to overturn the 2020 election with a grand jury indictment returned Tuesday that illustrated the depth and breadth of the federal criminal investigation. Prosecutors said in the new charging documents that Trump was determined to remain in power after losing the 2020 election and that he and six unindicted co-conspirators orchestrated a plot to overturn the results on and leading up to January 6, 2021. Trump faces four counts accused of conspiring to defraud the United States and to obstruct an official proceeding. The latter charge, the latter a charge that has already been successfully, successfully been brought against rioters who breached the Capitol. And another charge brought against the former president, prosecutors are relying on a reconstruction era civil rights law that prohibits conspiracies to deprive a person of their rights. In this case, the right to vote and have one vote counted. While much of Trump's plotting to overturn the election happened in the open in in real time and was the subject of a presidential impeachment trial and major congressional probe, the new charges show the work prosecutors put into assembling a sprawling and sweeping case. For instance, the indictment appears to include witness testimony that they secured sometimes after secretive legal fights over executive privilege that was out of reach of a, for other investigate, investigations. Trump, who has derided Smith's case as a politically motivated fake indictment, has been summoned to appear before magistrate judge on Thursday, that's tomorrow. Prosecutors detailed the prolific lies that Trump made in the wake of the 2020 election, including knowingly pushing false claims of voter fraud and voting machines switching votes. The indictment says despite the state and federal officials telling him the claims were wrong, Trump spread lies there had been outcome determined to fraud in the election and that he had actually won. The indictment states adding that the claims were false and the defendant knew they were false, but the defendant disseminated them anyway to make his knowingly false claims appear legitimate, create an intense atmosphere of mistrust and anger, and erode public faith in the administration of the election. In one anecdote captured in an indictment, Trump allegedly acknowledged that he would be departing the White House on January 20, 2021, after his advisors told him he should hold off taking a certain national security action because the inauguration was only 17 days away. Yeah, you read it's two days first. We're going to give, that, give it to the next guy, Trump allegedly said. Prosecutors put forward several examples of Trump being told by his aides that fraud claims he was promoting were false. The acting attorney general and acting deputy attorney general told Trump that the claim he continued to make in the wake of the 2020 election, that there had been more votes than voters in Wisconsin, was false. Despite this, Trump repeated the false claim, including on January 6th. In the hours before the Capitol attack, 
Trump also repeated the false claim that there had been more than 200,000 illegal votes in Pennsylvania, despite Justice Department officials telling him multiple times the claim was false. In Michigan, Trump had said multiple times that there was an illegal dump of votes in Detroit in the middle of the night during the 2020 election, despite Republican state leaders at the time telling Trump he was wrong and had lost the state because he had underperformed with certain voter populations in the state. The indictment cites instances where Trump was informed that his claims were false by Vice President Mike Pence, the Director of National Intelligence, senior members of the Justice Department, the Department of Homeland Security, Cybersecurity, and Infrastructure Security Agency, his own staffers, state lawmakers as well, at state and federal courts, even judges, he put in place. The indictment alleges that Trump and his co-conspirators effectively tricked individuals from seven targeted states into creating and submitting certificates asserting they were legitimate electors. The goal was to create a fake controversy at the certification proceeding in those states on December 14, 2020, and position a vice president presiding over on January 6th as president of the Senate to supplant legitimate electors with Trump's fake ones. Prosecutors said Trump and his co-conspirators made a strategic shift beginning in early December 2020 after they failed to convince state officials not to certify the correct result. So that's where I am right now, Reese. So, so, um, so Reese, you stand with Trump on this, right? Yeah. I would suggest everyone who doesn't read the indictment again, because I don't think they have. And I can't wait until this gets the speedy trial that Jack Smith won, because mm-hmm. Donald Trump has subpoena power, has subpoena power, which means we are about to, thank you, we are about to relitigate the 2020 election again. Pardon the noise, I'm not having a bag of some But let me just say this, and I'll make it very clear. Jack Smith just opened up a can of worms because he is <laughs> he's ignorant to the law. That's the first part. But he literally just told Donald Trump. Now, he's a lawyer. Now, let me you, ask you a question, Rich. You're saying that he's ignorant. Now, he's a lawyer at, at a high level, but he's ignorant to the law, but you're not. And you didn't go. No, no, no. I'm going to prove. Now, hold on. Let me get to Jack Smith now. Now, let me get to Jack Smith. Since, since you brought that up, give me an opportunity to respond. Is Jack Smith the prosecutor who had the biggest case in the history of the world, who had a decision overturned by the Supreme Court 9-0? to zero? Would he try to convict Bob McDonald, the former governor of Virginia? Is that the same Jack Smith? Okay. Is that the James Smith? Jack Smith? Um, that, yes, he is. James, um, James Jack Smith. Dave Smith said, Reese, did Trump win or did he lose? Again, that will be contested. Thank you, morning, Jack, Jack Smith. Morning, Again, and I'm going to say to Dave Smith, what, he what he's saying he is, did, did, did he win the election or did he lose the election? He, as far as I'm concerned, he lost the election according to the data that we have. However, and I'm going to say it again, Dave Smith, since apparently your brother's prosecuting this case, Jack Smith just opened up a can of worms, and I'm going to tell Dave Smith just like this. Dave Smith, I know you didn't read the indictment, because if you did, you wouldn't be. Right now, you would be saying, Jack Smith fucked up. 
Because you didn't read the indictment. I did. I read it all day yesterday. I read the indictment immediately yeah. after it came out at 515. I read the whole fucking thing. John Beckman said, and don't and don't you guys forget that Reese did go to Fordham. So. No, no, listen, mock me if you will. You didn't read the indictment. And I, and I said on my show last night, I said, when somebody tells you that they read the indictment, treat it like your kid who says that he, 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 washed his, he brushed his teeth last night. Did you really brush your teeth? You didn't really read this indictment. You watch the news talk about the indictment. You should read it because it's laughable. And every person, every analyst who's even read it, along with me, says Jack Smith just put himself in the fucking gauntlet. He gets Donald Trump gets subpoena power. Andre Andre Healy said it says a lot about a person if they still support Trump, the idiocity. Um, that's the, and that's the whole right. point. Jack Smith acknowledges that there was election fraud in the indictment. That's right. He alleges that there's election fraud in the indictment. He even says that the president has the right to question all of those things, and then he charges uh, him for questioning them. That's Andre what makes the indictment Reese, a fraud. Andre Reese is, Reese is white. So Andre says you're either a racist, stupid, or both. <laughs> well, okay, listen, again, I'm going to say this again. Prove to me you read the, di- the indictment. Because if you did, you can tell me what's in paragraph number two of the indictment. I can cite it verbatim. Paragraph two, paragraph two in the indictment cites that Donald Trump has the right to question the election and to go through the proper protocols to contest it. And then he charges him with doing exactly the same thing, saying that it was illegal for him to do so. Jack Smith, if you read this, the only reason why this indictment came out is because Devin Archer testified the day before that connected Joe Biden to Hunter Biden's uh, business dealings. That's the reason why this came out. They had two years to charge Donald Trump with January 6th. Why'd they wait till today? It's been two years since then, since the, since the January 6th committee. Why'd they wait till yesterday? Reese in the morning, Reese in the morning. Good it's morning, Reese on the radio, so get my fucking name right. It's Reese on the radio. There's no show no, called Reese, Reese in the morning, and I don't do my show it's in the morning. Reese. You're Reese off the radio. You're not needed. Here. I'm off the radio. I'm off the radio now. But again, all of these people who are sitting around talking about the indictment, like they're reading the reports, like I know what happened, dude. You are lying. You didn't read the indictment. Read it again. You ain't the only motherfucker in the world, man. Why are you trying to act like you're the only motherfucker? He's an analyst. I am the only motherfucker. He's a, he's I am the only motherfucker. <laughs> I am the only you ain't motherfucker. The only motherfucker, man. You ain't, dude. People wait, wait, read you too. Just like you. Who else here? Because you on, read it. How King. can you read Jay something King. and then tell other people that they didn't read it because you read it? J. King. Yeah. J. King. Did you? Hey, King, did you read the indictment? He said we don't, we can't read. We can't. Jay King, did you read the indictment? Hold on, I'm waiting for Jay King. Jay King, did you read the indictment? I'm not arguing for the indictment. I have not. Okay, thank you. All right, Charles, big Charles, Charles, Charles. Did you read the indictment? How about, yeah, how about wait, 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 Yusuf Kente, you read the indictment? Read. Well, read from what you Just say. Just because you read this the is... indictment don't mean you understand it. Yeah, oh, okay. I guess not, Jay. Well, I'm well, going to read the indictment. They're also charging him, they're also charging him for 
trying to usurp the government on January the 6th or the, the, the democracy. Well, how could Actually, they do no, that when you, said, when you said that this is not a democracy? Again, yes, that's right. In fact, he's not being charged with the usurping democracy. We're a republic. We're a democratic republic. It's not a democracy. Brazil is a democracy. And and he's not being charged with usurping democracy. He's not being charged with usurping democracy. That's that's the term that they use, Reese. That's the term the media is using. Again, Reese, that's the term the media is using. Read the document. So, 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 what does that mean? That means that since the media is using it, it's not a democracy. He's already or because no, it means not a democracy. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! He's already really. Charged. I'm having dude. He's being charged with speech, mm-hmm. with political speech, dude. They're saying that he lied. he defrauded the country by saying that he won an election that he didn't. That's the defrauding. You mean the same kind of speech you use as a charlatan when you come on this show? Again, you if you're, listen to me. Again, everybody who's listening, if you can charge Donald Trump with saying that he won an election that he didn't, Stacey Abrams should be locked up too. So should Hillary Clinton. In 2016, she wrote a whole book about it. And, that's, election, what, and that's Trump's defense. That's Trump's defense. His defense is, well, if you did to me, why aren't you doing it to President Biden? Oh, he how about this one? Can thing. we put a gentleman's bet that involves no money? Can we put a gentleman's bet that involves no money? Well, you just lost I want money everybody and Dave Smith Dave you Smith lost, to get lost, in on this, too. Lost, I want them to come on the air and say, and again, all I want, seriously, all I want is for you to come out and say you said he wouldn't be right. when the listen to me when the whole thing is tossed the January 6th indictment gets tossed you're the so same guy who came here crying when he lost let's let's i hear you saying a lot of stuff that didn't happen just like this indictment you think happened did <laughs> oh he didn't get indicted on the back. so now he's so still not Reed, indicted Reed, Dave Dave Smith. Smith said, Reed, you said that you have evidence that the election was stolen. Where is it? Yes. In fact, it, there's, there's several, several pieces of, of evidence that the election was stolen. But, again, I don't want to disappoint Fred. The this is not my show. Not, but I, um, Michael okay, Howard Jay King. Said, Reed, tell your hero Donald Trump to get his songs ready. <laughs> okay. Well, again, the bottom line is this. I get that everyone is sitting up here denying the facts, but guess what? I told you before, and I'll tell you again, but none of you have the honesty, the intellectual honesty yeah, to admit that all, when Reece, I'm right, Reece, I'm right. Reece, because, Reese, you're never right. You don't, you're, not, you're not right about stuff. Okay, you J. King, I wasn't, right about, I wasn't right about Donald Trump beating Hillary either. No, I, no, I, I wasn't right that. then you either. I also I wasn't, wait, wait, I also, one. yes, that's no, not true, J. King, I said that. First of all, and, before you, let me, that's why your dumb ass is on mute, motherfucker. Before you said it, because you was going for Uncle Fester um, from the Adams family. Uh, <laughs> uh, when uh, I said Donald Trump, if Donald Trump went against Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump would beat, him, beat her. Not you. I was the first one to say that. You was riding Ted Cruz's nutsack. Okay, you 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 was you, I'm the one who called him uh, um, Godzilla. 
So don't no, you're not right about a lot of shit, Reese. But what you will do is you'll make yourself right about it. You you're everything. I'm the one who said that. I'm the one who said that. You ain't said right. shit. Right. He take what he take what you say, then he robs and then he makes okay, you a JT, murder mouth. Hold on. Hold on. You murder So mouth. during the primary I supported are. Ted Cruz. And then I kept my support for Ted Cruz all the way through the election, dude? No, no, I'm saying I was the first Okay, person, thank you. First of all, I, I was the first person um, um, to say that, that um, Hillary couldn't beat Donald Trump. You was on you were still on Cruz's um, nutsack. B Star said no, I wasn't. you are delusional. Yeah, yeah, yeah Reese, you, you are delusional. The Dems shouldn't have railroaded Bernie. Listen. That's exactly what happened. Um, I agree with you, um, Andre. The Dems railroaded Bernie, and I said that. I said Bernie Sanders would have beat Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton couldn't. I said that on this show. I called Donald Trump um, Godzilla when they said that Donald Trump was in trouble when he um, when he bashed uh, uh, John McCain, and he went up six points. And everybody and thought he was going right. to burn. So, you know, um, but, Reese, where are you Nothing's exactly? going to happen to Donald Mike Trump. Trump. You say nothing's going to happen to Donald Trump. Nothing's going to happen to Donald Trump. They're keeping people on this. They've had people on this treadmill since he was running for pre- Well, as soon as after he was president. They have a list of all the times that they've said that they were going to get him. And they were going to do this to him and that to him, and they've got him dead to right. Somebody put up a um, um, a list of every time. It's incredible when you look at it. They've been yanking the public's chain the whole time. Yeah. Well, well, it's I all a game. a game. What I do know is that this is a game of keeping Donald Trump, um, you know, keeping him, keeping him moving. They're trying to – this is where I'm going to tell you guys where, where you guys have to pay attention. A lot of people, and I'm telling you guys this, and I'm not, I'm not backing down from this. If Donald Trump is going against Joe Biden, Donald Trump becomes president. Remember I said it. If it's Donald Trump against Joe Biden, Donald Trump becomes president. And a lot of it has to do with what Potter just said they've been jerking chains for a long, long time, and and people are getting tired of it. Andre Henley says this guy really supports Ted Cruz, Trump, and probably DeSantis. It says a lot about your character. Um, oh my God! I, let me. I need to address him, hey, hey, Please go ahead. Let, hey, let, at let, this let, point. Uh, Hold on. Let Reese address him, and then you can go next, um, Potter. Okay. What's this? What's this? What's this dude's name? I want to address him properly. Andre Henry. Okay. Andre. If you think that it's a problem that I support Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, and DeSantis, I got to ask you a real simple question. Did you vote for Obama because he's black, too? The people who you support on the opposite end of the deal are the same ones who not just kill babies but want to mutilate little boys and girls to get rid of their penises and clitorises. 
I stand with the group that is opposed to that. So if you're standing with the opposite thing, you, my man, I wouldn't sit up here and talk too much shit. Because the party that they're opposed to, DeSantis, Donald Trump, and, and Ted Cruz, they're standing, they're standing against a bunch of fucking evildoers. And if that's your party, no, dude, no, I stand DeSantis, proudly. DeSantis is an evildoer with the bullshit that he's saying. Serious. Uh-huh. Hey Dre, let me just let let me just let you know, Dre. When Ebro went to New York, he uh, uh, said Barack Obama ain't black first. (laughs) When Ebro went to New York, he was Reese's boss. He went over there. This dude that you're talking to, uh, Ebro was his boss. Just giving you a preface to your whole context. I don't even Ebro know what that's supposed to mean. So Ebro was my boss, so that means that Ebro, Ebro ordered me around? Nigga, well, I don't stop. know what it means. I, I just, it just for me, I just wanted I just wanted Andre to know. This wasn't even about Ebro you. was a program Andre. director. Hey, he J.K., who's the program director at WKDEE? See, he's going to knock him down. He's going to, like, listen to him. Listen to him. No, no, I just want to know. Do you have a program director, J. King, of a KDE? Me. Me. Oh, okay. So are you the one that's in charge of talent? Yes. Yes, I am. Are you the one that tells them what to say and what to do? Was Ebro your boss? I tell them what they can say and what they can't, yeah. That's right. Now, your involvement in their daily lives means on the air is what? What do you mean? It's, um, they have a show. As long as they stay within the Thank show. You. Uh, for, That's it. The, That's the all that matters. The show. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 B.Y. said uh, Barack is Jewish. Better know his mama. Black folks are so hopelessly oblivious. Um uh, Jana Marie says, Obama comes from a white woman. We were bamboozled. Michael Nano Jordan said, you don't know you don't know that, Reese. Stop it. Dave Smith said, I still want to know where the evidence is of a stolen election, Reese. Where is it? Dave, I'm, it's not my fault that your that your web I mean that your um, internet service only allows you to go to one website, MSNBC. And maybe you should up your cable provider to put you on something a little bit, I don't know, more productive than CNN. Okay? You said the John reason why Beckman. you don't know of any election fraud is because you haven't, you haven't done, any, done any research. You haven't done any, any due diligence. You just repeat John exactly Beckman what you hear said, on television. John Beckman said, will anyone here vote for the Biden crime family? So let me tell you another reason why. Let me tell you guys another reason why I say, um, and Dave Smith said, answer the question, bitch. Um, <laughs> hold on. Excuse me. Excuse me. He must be talking. Hold on. He must be talking to his mother. He must be talking to his mother here in the passenger seat. Did you hear your son talking to you like that? I hope Dave. I hope Dave meets you, uh, Reed, so he can whoop your ass. Man, I can't wait. I will say I, I, I want. I want to see I, that fucking fight. Hey, listen, I'm, Archie I'm, Bunker. Archie Bunker ass. I'm starting. To, 
I've said this before. I'm starting to wonder if Donald Trump is in on this whole thing. And we're all oh, being had. Oh, here come this motherfucker. Shut your ass up, nigga. You got some bullshit going on. Oh, Go back to Canada, nigga. You were warned a long time ago. You were warned a long time ago. I said, stop reading it. You're going to keep reading it. You're going to keep falling for it. And I get the opposition to Reese, 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 Reese. You liar. You know nothing. Blah, 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 blah. Jake, cuts off my mic. You're funny. You're all hilarious. But there's a part of you that knows that I'm right. There's a part of you that's scared to death. And you know you didn't read the indictment because you're sitting up here talking about what you heard on television, but you never read the indictment. The indictment of what, Reese? What indictment? The indictment of where have you been? And my, Donald Trump got indicted for January 6th yesterday at 515. Nothing is going to happen. No shit. Nothing has ever I'm happened to I'm trying to explain him. it to you. It's I tried all to a show, to you. and it's getting people riled up, and everybody's going to run to their TV set like every single time they mention his name and something's going to happen to him. And people run to their TV well, sets well, and they look. No one's CNN makes money off the advertisement. Their the ratings go up. will not be televised. No one's running to the yeah. TV. You know what? For the first one of the few, very few times, listen, Potter is 100% right. Potter is 100% right. I played. You don't, when you said you don't take in much roughage and most leafy uh, vegetables, uh, I said I have to take in more. to the panel. What's that? I said I need to take what? in more than I do. Right. And the question was posed to you, but you left. Was being the commode that you are, do you get secondhand <laughs> roughage from the shit that comes out of your mouth? And people thanks for, thanks for changing the subject, shit. stupid. Anyway, Potter is 100% right. I played a clip <laughs> yesterday and the day before of MSNBC in one hour from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. saying Donald Trump's name 70 times. They didn't cover in the whole hour. They didn't cover anything that happened with the Devin Archer is, this is and his testimony. Not one bit. They're this playing the shit. public for suppose suckers, Donald and the public Trump goes wins. for every single suppose time. Suppose Donald Trump, suppose he get off and he wins and he become president. Just think of how the war is going to be now when the money shift that's going to Ukraine goes to Russia with that bromance with him and Putin. Wouldn't that be a motherfucking You still believe that exists? Go get your sunglasses. Because this shit, I told you to get your sunglasses and get ready for this show, man. This shit, because you got to remember, Professor Griff told you, the Armageddon has been in effect. Go get a late pass. Step. Hold on. Professor Griff. Wait a minute. I'll be right back. Professor Griff also told us that jewelry... Your professor Griff said that no, jewelry, jewelry, jewelry is getting robbed. He said robbed jewelry comes right from jewelry. Jewelry, jewelry stores are it's getting Jewish. robbed. Jewelry stores are getting robbed right now, just like it did in Paris, because people don't give a fuck about wait, wait. this Western Prof- 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 Professor Griff, no, Griff no, also said that jewelry is because of the Jews. It's jewelry. <laughs> Oh, you Are you quoting for us, Professor Griff? Stop it, dude. Stop it. Let me tell you something. You, two, it was a, you was quoting so much from the TV the other day that motherfuckers had to remind you, Reese, is TV. So now when somebody else uses the same metaphors that you do, you murder mouthful. 
you murder First mouth. of all, you come up here quoting, with propaganda. Quoting Carl Sagan with, in context is far different than saying that Professor Griff is a prophet. He said jewelry is from the Jews. Jewelry. <laughs> and then pro- pro- progressive, progressive Griff, Professor Griff has never had anything, anything that he's ever said come to prophecy. Well, ju- well jewelry is coming from the <laughs> Jews via Africa, the, the mining that's going on in Africa. So, yes, it is. Really from the Jews? And as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the war has, as a matter of fact, the war has changed because Putin, because Putin's general turned on him and then decided to get back with him when he told Putin, him and Putin had a talk and said, man, I'm about to go take over Africa. I'll let you in. Let's get back on on the horse together and let's go do this Africa thing like Mussolini and Hitler tried to reprise. Yeah, but, but I think you're being a little naive. You said, I don't think they ever had this a falling shit don't out. Stop. I, I don't think there was ever a falling out. They never had a falling out. Where, 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 exactly right. Where, the whole there was a whole thing was attacked. Like what Jay read earlier is how Negroes is so oblivious to what's really going on. Yes, yes. I can I can count one. I can count one Negro who's so oblivious. <laughs> well, you're you're oblivious. I can count one. To, you're oblivious to yourself. The, the, Again, the question that listen, becomes, don't, the, listen to me, que- don't take my word for it. With all due respect, I'm going to tell you once more, your word okay? Don't, what please don't. What makes you think people come don't. here and take people your word for Listen to me. I have so Nobody's much tape here you. on the show. People listen I have so much tape. So I always go back and I always the grab show. the clips. I always grab the clips. Remember, remember when I was maligned about the COVID vaccine? Remember when I was maligned I about remember, wearing masks? I remember, remember on January that's right. 6th you said Turns that's out everything that I said during that era was 100% right. I remember and on I'm January right the 6th, you were, uh, you were out there talking about where the best to, place um, for a black man to you be. The, you, weren't, to you weren't the only one talking they, about hold that. Hold on, you guys. So. They want me to show you and Dave Smith, Reese. You acted out here? Yeah, I did. What you mean? I'm not allowed to eat here. I'm not allowed to eat here. No. I'm telling you. I'm a black woman. Get out of here. Man. Jesus, get out of here. I don't care. Get her out of here. So Dave Smith is a black woman? Hey, look, I don't mind the instigating. I don't mind the instigating. If Dave Smith got the yeah, Jay King is Jay King is a master <laughs> instigator. Nigga, nigga, I invite, I invite the hand. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody scared of the hand. I invite them motherfucking hands. You guys don't listen to me. Let me tell you something. Hey, listen, please, please, hold on, please. Jay King is a master. 
some BA and Years. Uh, how much do they cost? 
how much do they for the tortoise? I don't know, a couple hundred bucks. It ain't that expensive. It's just okay. to um to 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 you know, but you got to have different things here. You got to have a heat an area for him to heat and all that stuff. John Bateman said, "It breaks my heart. I have to put three dogs down. I cry like a mother figure. Hurt so bad. Yeah, yeah. And she's got two labradoodles. So um, but you know, it is it's a sad. You know, uh, so I had a so I had a, a dog named Duchess. Duchess was a beagle, and Duchess lived to be 19. Um, and then we had George. So she, so George was with her from the time she was born. George was 19 when he died, and he was a chocolate lab. And that's why we got Hershey. We got Hershey when when George died. Um, and then we got Calvin, which was a labradoodle, and very expensive. And then we got Winston, who's also a Labrador. So she had the chocolate lab and two Labradoodles. She's had dogs her whole life. She loves animals, and uh, it is a it, it is brutal. It's brutal when you um you know because my you know my daughter is a, a young twenty year old. She's not she's not worldly at all. She's a very young twenty year old, a very innocent young twenty year old. Yeah, you you seen Hershey, Vernon? You've been to the house. Vernon's been to the house out there. So yeah. So while so while, uh, yeah, they were there. they so. Um, let me see if dogs do. Dogs mourn when. Their owners or other dogs. I was sadder. Uh, Jeff said I was sadder when our Bella died than when my dad died. I used to feel guilty, but them damn checks keep coming. <laughs> yeah. There are many instances of dogs grieving the loss of their owners, but there are also several studies that show that dogs grieve for their close canine companions as well. So um, I can only imagine what Winston and Calvin are going through. So my so my baby girl, she's getting ready to go to college. You know, she goes back next next month. And I just hope, I just want to, so I'm going to have to fly in to go see her. Well, Jordan, praying for uh, comfort for you, and sorry for your loss. Thank you, Six Eyes. Yes. Six Eyes, you full of shit, nigga. You killed that dog. You was finger-banging a year and a half ago, nigga. Shut up. No. You know what? Janelle is fine. Janelle is fine. You know what? His evil ass is on, is on you. Reese, I yes, would hope him, Jay. That, that with the evil that you put in people, that you at least Take some of the people out when it comes to kids. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> he embraced his own hatred, my friend. He's not trying to put that shit on me. See, y'all the motherfuckers. See, that's what, see, you guys you're do the, that shit the all one, the time. I only, you're the one who said that you taught them hate. I didn't say that. I, won't I did teach them. Wait, wait, wait. Now, listen. Hold on, J. King. I can teach shit. somebody banking. 
But if they become a corrupt banker, did I teach them that too? Well, and maybe. It might be in your team. Well, nah, mean, nigga. Bro. In that case, you better stop teaching bro. people financial literacy because you're going to be responsible if they do shit that's underhanded financially. What's the sense? <laughs> you're going to be held accountable for every bad decision that they make? He's a reckless hater. I said he was a hater. I made him a hater. He turned into a reckless <laughs> hater. He does not out there. No, you ain't made me shit. And, I, and I'm appalled. I'm appalled that Jay King don't even think that I got some hate from this nigga. Nigga, I'm from and L.A. you hear that, Jay King? You see that? He's he's denouncing that he's even a student of my hate. So I can't, I bear no responsibility. Nigga, I'll never be a student of yours, nigga. Them fucked up ass things you, you wear, nigga. How can you I be a, how can I you be are a student right. of yours? You are right, Ali. Ali. You are 100% right. You are a hater on your own. I bear no responsibility. I absolve you. That's right. You That's right. Now shut up. Now shut up now, nigga. Nah, nigga, fuck you. I'm still a hater. And I will still hate on you, nigga. But you're going to be your own independent hater. Don't, don't wow. put me in. I, you're right. I did not make you the reckless hater that you are. Jay King, Jay King, you's terrible. You just trying to make motherfuckers bad with your motherfucker fucked up ass. You know you's a goddamn you instigator. That's all you do. You, you, you go get videos, you read fucked up comments and shit. Come on, I'm just reading what they're typing. Jay, you ain't innocent, nigga. He's such a stage. He's a stage. He, he is. He is an instigator. Anybody listen to me. Don't fucking believe the hype. Jay King's a fucking instigator. That dude, he... Poking people and prodding people, that's what he does. He's the motherfucker. And then when everybody, when shit goes haywire, he stands in the background and goes, why is everybody looking at me? Dude, you're the one poking everyone. That's what he does. <laughs> John Beckman said, hypothetical, if I may, if Ali and Reese were married, who would wear the pants in that family? Thanks. No how about that? that? If Ali and Reese were married. John Beckman, how about if, that? If, you're going to be a dead motherfucker, Ali, John Beckman. No, no. If Ali and Reese were married, we'd both be having an affair with John Beckman's white ass. Okay? Yo, you fucked up. Oh, you motherfuckers. I ain't with none of that shit. Don't be putting me in none of that sure shit. Sure you John Beckman, you get dead, motherfucker. You will be dead, too, right along sure. with that nigga. Sure you are. You're down with it. You know you are. Deep down. Deep down. <laughs> Especially in them gold shoes. Deep down. J. King, you just make sure make sure you take a collection from me on the radio show, J. King, when I go to prison for murder. That's okay. That's all I'm right. Listen, when you, of course, no, no. He can go to prison. I'm pretty sure that he'll be right in fine company in prison. I'm pretty sure he'll be able to express himself, much like in, uh, like, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, uh, <laughs> Hernandez yes, from the New England Patriots. <laughs> he can finally come out and be himself. <laughs> the anti-Cathera mechanism is one of the most astounding archaeological finds in history. Discovered within the ruins of an ancient Greco-Roman shipwreck in 1900, it was brought to the surface the following year as part of the world's first major underwater archaeological excavation. Initially, the mechanism and dozens of corroded greenish pieces of bronze was overlooked in favor of the many bronze and marble statues, coins, amphorae, and other intriguing items the shipwreck contained. But in the 1950s, 
Science historian Derek J. De Sola Price took particular interest in the machine, convinced that it was in fact an ancient computer, and the 21st century advanced imaging techniques proved Price correct. Of course, this is an analog computer we're talking about, not a digital one, about the size of a mantle clock. The anti-cathera mechanism was a box full of dozens of gears with a handle on the side. When the handle turned, the device calculated eclipses, moon phases, the movements of five visible planets, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, and more. It even included a dial for the timing of the ancient Olympics and religious festivals. Nothing else like it is known from antiquity. The machine has been dated to be around the first century BCE, and nothing like it shows up in the archaeological record of another thousand years. Scientists aren't exactly aren't sure exactly who made the device, although the ancient Greek astronomer and mathematician Hipparchus has been suggested as the creator, and the famed mathematician and inventor Archimedes may have also been involved. While its origin will likely remain a mystery. The mechanism's purpose has grown clearer with time, and the existence has completely altered our understanding of the history of technology. Wow. Ancient Egyptians invented toothpaste. Ancient Egyptians are known for many firsts, hieroglyphics, papyrus, the calendar, and even bowling all come from the minds of the ancient people along the Nile. Egyptians were also some of the first to pay particular attention to oral care. They invented the first breath mint, toothpicks, has even been found alongside mummies, and they created the oldest known formula for toothpaste. One of the earliest med- medis- medicinal texts, the Ebers Papyrus, contains an astoundingly accurate understanding of the human circulatory system, as well as an assortment of medical remedies. Written around 1550 BCE, this ancient text also describes a very old form of toothpaste. This early dentifrice was likely made from ingredients such as oxalates, ashes, burnt eggshells, and pumice, a type of volcanic rock. But by the 4th century CE, when Egypt was under Roman rule, the recipe evolved to include salt, pepper, mint, and dried iris, iris flour. Based on descriptions in another papyrus, Egyptians may have applied the paste with toothpaste made from frayed twigs. Mm. Um, okay, why is everybody hanging up and coming back? What's going on here? Let me see who this 219 is. Mm-hmm. Every now and then we should just get some information. Yeah, we should get some information. Okay, well, I'll try it. Anyone? They also talk to Greeks and other ethnic groups, philosophy, medicine, etc. The world's oldest mummies are in Chile. Egypt may be home to the world's most famous mummies, but not the world's oldest. That distinction belongs to Chile 
where mummified remains predate their Egyptian counterparts by more than 2,000 years. Known as the Chinchoro mm-hmm. mummies, these artificially preser- uh, preserved hunter-gatherers ago in the Atacama Desert, the driest non-polar desert in the world. Their relatively recent discovery is perhaps explained by the fact that they weren't buried in ostentatious pyramids, but rather after being skinned and refurbished with natural materials, wrapped in reeds, and placed in shallow, modest graves. It's estimated that the oldest Chinchoro mummies date back 7,000 years. Some are now in museums, while others remain underground in land currently threatened by climate change as rising humidity levels alter the famously dry conditions of the desert. The, the UNESCO added the Chinchero mummies and the settlement where they were founded to the World Heritage List in July of 21, and the museum devoted to them has been developed in the northern port city of Arica, which plans to expand it. Socrates never wrote anything down. Go figure. That's what up. Them Hebrew slaves came up with all that stuff like the slaves here in America built everything. It was, um, it was. That's real interesting, Jeff. That's real interesting. Every now and then, you know, it's it's good for us to to have some healthy discussion. Don't you agree, ears? Not at all. I don't see nothing wrong with it. <laughs> um, any update on Robert? Why are you worried about Robert, nigga? So punk ass. I love I love Robert. That's why. Oh, love you. Don't so. You wasn't acting like that before, nigga. Before he got sick. That's that's radio, man. That's radio. I love your bitch ass. Nigga, that ain't no radio, nigga. That's the motherfucking being the sausage lips you got. You know, you know what? Holly Berry told me I had very nice lips. So fuck you. Nigga, Holly Berry ain't got no eyesight, nigga. He got lips, lips. Fuck you. You, Fred. That's my name, dog. I ain't tripping. All right. You and me good. Let's stay that way. I don't want no smoke. All right. I seen they let you shoot a bow and arrow six hours. You damn near killed the motherfucker on video. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, so this All is right. what, um, let me see if she, um, so this is what Robert's, daughter wrote yesterday. Good evening, loved ones. Another Robert Redwine Jr. update. He is stable and healing. No changes to report. Please respect the family's privacy and sentiments. I apologize for any delay in responding. I'm truly overwhelmed with it all and have more than my share to handle. I appreciate the outpouring of well wishes and words of faith from our prayer warriors. Your kindness means more to me than you know. God bless you and yours. And that's um, that's Robert's Robert's daughter, right there. Robert's daughter. She looks just like him. Even the profile, she looks like him. Oh boy. I um. I hope she. Um, I hope. I hope Robert pulls through this thing. Uh, but he still. She. This is him. This is her. 
still, that's him. You see the mask he has on. And that's him, that's her looking over him right there. Jay King, are you, are you covering the Lizzo case? No, what's what's going on with Lizzo? So she, she got a like lawsuit. Um, hold on. That's a lie. She do look like red wine. I'm going to show you. She looks just like this name. Yeah, hold on, nigga. I'm trying to come in during the Robert Redwine hour, nigga, trying to take over. So punk ass. Who has that dog barking? You do, nigga. Your ass barks. There, there it is again. There it is again. There's a dog barking. It's like a (laughs) Chihuahua. This your ass. That's your ass. Your ass barks on the tumble. For some odd reason, there's a dog barking. I can't hear anything. Is it, can you can you do something? Who is yeah, that your dog ass on cheeks, me, That's your ass there cheeks. It is. There it is again. There it is again. Yeah. Oh, I hear. I hear. Yeah, nigga. That's right. That's right, nigga. That's your ass right. cheeks. That's what it sounds like when you wear them ugly ass motherfucking uh, salad ass suits, nigga, with blue cheese all over. Okay. Jay King, you want to hear this story or not? Yeah, no, John Beckman said before. Yeah, I want to hear it, but John Beckman said, "Jay, if Reese um, didn't um, marry, uh, if he didn't take Ali's wedding proposal, would Ali like to marry Lizzo?" See, that's why. Why you be reading that negative ass shit, Jay King? That's why you're the instigator, and you're going to get John murdered. I don't, I don't think Ali's back can hold up to that. I'm, I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, your ass is in my murder. I don't think you're back. You're in my murdered list, too, nigga. Potter, Reed, John Beckman. All three of you motherfuckers is on my murdered list. I think I think when Lizzo get on top, I think when Lizzo get on top, your back is toast. No, nigga. This Gunzo going to get on top. That's what's going to okay, happen. Are you ready? J. King, can we go now, please? Yeah. <laughs> Three former employees of Big Girl Touring, Inc. have filed a lawsuit against the company, its owner, Melissa Jefferson, professionally known as Lizzo, and the former uh, manager, Shalene Quigley. Crystal Williams, Ariana Davis, and Noel Rodriguez allege that they were subjected to hostile work environment that included sexual harassment, discrimination, and retaliation during their employment with the company. Here's one of the biggest charges in there, because I'm not going to read the whole article. But these, one of these three girls allege, they accuse Lizzo of forcing them to eat bananas from sex workers' vaginas in the lawsuit, amongst other things. Yes, goddammit. Yes. This is what Donald Trump would look like in an orange suit. Oh, I have that picture. I want that (laughs) T-shirt. You got to make that in a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, Red Wine. And I look at it, but look at his now look at Red Wine's teeth. His daughter and him, they have the same teeth even. They have the same teeth. She looks just but she looks just like him. Down to the pants. Oh sorry. I'm not on me. 
<laughs> Did you say down to the panties? Damn, Potter. <laughs> well, I'm going to kill that nigga. Yeah, Potter. You better duck, Potter. <laughs> now, there, there, there they are together. Man. You better duck, Potter. Just like, she looks just like Robin. Fucking you up. Uh, Robin was a girl, he'd be cute. Some of y'all might want to date. Ah, come on, man. Dude, just, just, just stop eating now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I know you guys, Um, I know uh, we have fun, but I'm going to tell you guys something. You better enjoy it. Um, Andre Henley said the allegations apparently happened in a sex club in the red light light district in Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. Are you thinking about pulling the plug, Jay? Huh? He told us we can't can't cry at your funeral. Now you're going to shut us off the radio? What do you mean? Uh, We better... Enjoy it while it lasts. Is what the fuck is I going on? I know he does that. He does that, he does that yeah, all the time. When Jay says people starts dying when Jay say that shit. Yeah, I told you yeah, I'd exactly. be careful. About he is. He's a fucking doomsday. I'm surprised. Jay King, I'm surprised. You. And you know what, Ali? I'm gonna do something for you. I'm gonna play this. I'm just gonna play this right here for you because you got to. This guy. Don't get mad at me because you're the verbal killer. Gotta make you happy. You're the verbal killer dog all your life.
that can't if that don't make you happy, Ali, I don't know what will. And that don't make you feel I'm so happy I can see. I'm so happy yeah. I can see. No more comments from Ali. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, too bad you couldn't write that rap song, was it? Promoters together. That was funny. Yeah, I was talking to some promoters here in Texas, down in Austin, and uh, I'd like to know when is this all this music coming out? Is when we're gonna be able to get a get a sample, a dub, or something to well, Fred, the radio uh, station out here. Clean. Keep your ears clean. Try to keep your ears clean. Music coming soon. No, shut the fuck up. You you're irrelevant right now. I'm trying to put something together here. Cool. Uh, are we gonna have a record signing party, a re- new release party, uh, or anything of that nature, Jay? Uh, Who the fuck you know, are you I'm here in Texas. You motherfucking right, you jackass. <laughs> you faggot. We're going to do. You fuck, you fuck face. Okay, Fred. Do you have any other sexual epithets you'd like to put Go out? ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Man, 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 see, this is bullshit. I'm going to call you personally. <laughs> These motherfuckers are crackerjacks. He ain't going to so, answer your fucking so, call, you little bitch. And I tried to be cordial with you. Who's the bitch? Who's the bitch, motherfucker? I'll come see you. I'm coming to see your punk ass. I'm going to find no, you. Who's the bitch? Wait you a minute. Hold right on. Wife. Hold on. Wait a minute. No. Hold no, on. you wait shut minute, the Fred. fuck up, Reese. I'm going to stop by your house, too, faggot. Fred, you can't go to I'm going to come see you. Reese, you the first You can't You can't fly here to come see me. I you, thought people would get motherfucker. I thought people would get oh, weren't allowed to go in high altitudes. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I, I drink some vinegar. I'll drink some vinegar, motherfucker, and it'll go down in some extra salt. You asshole, I'm coming. <laughs> John Beckman I'm said, sure I'm so are. happy I can see no more murders from Ali. <laughs> That's why okay. you go in the prison, JP. <laughs> Joseph Hain Rainey is who our history moment is on. In 1870, Republican Joseph Hain Rainey became the first African-American to be elected to the United States House of Representatives and take his seat. Others were elected earlier but were not seated. Rainey was born in Georgetown, South Carolina on June 21st, 1832. His parents had been slaves, but his father purchased his family's freedom and taught him to be a barber. The family moved to Charleston in 1846. Rainey, however, traveled frequently outside the South and married in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1859. In 1861, Joseph Rainey was drafted to work on a Confederate blockade runner during the Civil War. In 1862, he escaped to Bermuda with his wife and worked there as a barber before returning to South Carolina in 1866. Once back in the state, he joined the executive committee for the newly formed South Carolina Republican Party. In 1868, he was elected a delegate to the state constitutional convention. Two years later, in 1870, Rainey was elected to a four-year term 
um, in the state senate, where he soon became the chairman of the finance finance committee. His tenure in South Carolina in the South Carolina state senate was brief. When South Carolina Congressman Benjamin F. Whitmore resigned, Rainey won the seat in a special election. He served in the 41st Congress and was appointed to the Committee on Freedmen's Affairs and the Committee on Indian Affairs. Rainey ran for re-election in 1872 without opposition. In May of 1874, he became the first African-American representative to preside over a House session. In 1876, with the Democrats re-emerging as the dominant force in South Carolina at the end of Reconstruction, Rainey barely defeated Democrat John S. Richardson for Congress. Richardson, who never succeeded the election, contested Rainey's seat for the next two years. In 1878, Richardson won the seat, ending Rainey's congressional career. Rainey returned to South Carolina and in 1879 was appointed an internal revenue agent in the state by President Rutherford B. Hayes. He held that post until 1871 when he returned to Washington, D.C., where he hoped to serve as a clerk for the House of Representatives. Unable to obtain the appointment, Rainey instead started a brokerage and banking firm. After this failed, he managed a coal and wood yard before returning to South Carolina, impoverished and ill. Joseph Hayne Rainey died in Georgetown on August 2, 1887, leaving a widow and five children. He was 55 years old at the time of his death. This is American History. If you are hearing this today, you are alive. And this is not to say you are in the greatest condition. You may be overweight like I am. You may have an illness or you may be slightly depressed. Or you've recently lost someone close to you. You're no different than anyone else. And although that doesn't make you feel better, how you feel is up to you. Feel good about yourself. Because you can, even through struggles. The goodness of our Lord can overpower any sludge evil may toss your way. And you can either swing on the vines of hell or float in the glory of God and weather the storm. It's all up to you. Amen. 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 One love, one love. Uh, Six Eyes, what you doing on your show over there with Pastor uh, Kenneth and all them? So your favorite tonight at 7, I invite Fred to come, too. we got free food. Um, at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific, 4 uh, Pacific, we have uh, the, the Bible study. That's at uh, 424-243-9617 on the Six Eyes Radio Network. Do your favorite Six Eyes Radio Network group. Bible study tonight, 6 Central, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific on the Six Eyes Radio Network. Thank you. Right on, Six Eyes. And then, Reese, let us know what you got going on your show, the show that nobody listens to. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nobody listens to the Reese on the Radio Rundown. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Check out today. We'll uh, play audio from Giuliani, uh, the leaked uh DOJ indictments against people who were supposed to be called conspirators but did not been leaked to CNN. We'll play audio from Donald Trump, who is responding 
to the allegations in the January 6th indictment, but we won't be having any audio on Joe Biden responding to Devin Archer's testimony to congressional uh, Democrats and Republicans. That's odd that he wouldn't come out after somebody accuses him of money laundering and influence peddling for millions of dollars. Just strange. We'll talk about all that, and guess what? If you were one of the people today talking shit about how you didn't read the indictment but you're certain that Donald Trump is going to jail, you'll get a feature on my show today. Definitely. Make sure you tune in. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Reese on the radio.com. Reese on the radio.com. And now I understand why you take so long, because you know ain't nobody coming to your show, so you try to tell the whole show right here. Anyway, <laughs> Jay King, let us know what's going on on your your congressional your day. You know, uh, we 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 know you got you 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 you're depressed about the dog and everything. You, are you depressed about your basketball skills too? First of all, I told you about don't be fuck with my daughter, nigga. You got to leave that shit alone. That's number one. Um, and um. Um, I am um, um, I am in the studio today. I have some meetings with um, at the governor's office and some other stuff. Um, but um, don't be fucking with my daughter. Oh, don't worry right. about it, Jay. I get that motherfucker. I get that motherfucker, Jay. You know, you know, you know. I get it. I got you, man. I'll fuck that motherfucker God, up. Damn. Shut your ass Hello, up, nigga. 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 Yeah, you a faggot, punk. Nigga, you, you ain't going to do You know the nigga going through something right now. You know the nigga going through something, nigga. Let him finish. Let him finish. You know the nigga going through something, right? Shut up, Fred. I'm not going through nothing, Fred. Let him cut that. No, I'm going to get this bitch. No, 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 no. When you hurt, I hurt. When you hurt, I hurt. I'm going to get that I'm motherfucker. Not hurt. I don't hurt. I don't mute this nigga, Jay. No, 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 no. You mentioned Jordan. Man, he got to finish. He got to finish the motherfucking section. Go ahead, Ollie. Damn. Anyway, Jay, back to you, man. After all these clowns you got over here. Great day to you, uh, Pop. I'm great, Henley. To answer, <laughs> to answer your question about Henrietta Lacks, um, so I first, I first read about Henrietta Lacks about 14 years ago. It blew my mind that a lot of polio and a lot of the diseases that we were able to fight, um, we used um, Henrietta Lacks' cells. Her cells wouldn't die, um, even though she and John Hopkins um, uh, Hospital didn't tell her that they were using what was going on with her? They just um, they just kept uh, seeing her and and having her back, and and they never told them um, what was going on. And when the family and the family was poor, and when they found out, um, they they offered them nothing. So to to see now that they are uh, what they're doing. That they're that they're starting to compensate the family. I think is good. I don't know. I don't know much about it. I'm just going to read what I just pulled up. Um, more than 70 years after doctors at John Hopkins Hospital took Henrietta Lacks' cervical cells without her knowledge, a lawyer for her descendants said they have reached a settlement with the biotechnology company that they accused of reaping billions of dollars from a racist medical system. 
tissue taken from the black woman's tumor before she died of cervical cancer became the first human cells to continuously grow and reproduce in lab dishes. HeLa cells went on to become a cornerstone for modern medicine, enabling countless scientific medical innovations, including the development of the polio vaccine, genetic mapping, and even COVID-19 vaccines. Despite the incalculable impact, the Lax family had never been compensated. Lax's cells were harvested in 1951 when it wasn't illegal to do so without a patient's permission. But lawyers for her family argued that Thermo Fisher Scientific Inc. of Waltham, Massachusetts, continued to commercialize the results long after the origins of the Helicell line became well-known. The company unjustly enriched itself off lax of sales, the family argued, and their lawsuit filed in 2021. The settlement came after closed-door negotiations that lasted all day Monday inside the federal courthouse in Baltimore. Some of Lax's grandchildren were among the family members who attended the talks. Attorney Ben Crump, who represents the family, announced the settlement late Monday and said the terms are confidential. In a joint statement, thermal official representatives and attorneys for the Lack family said they were pleased to resolve the matter and declined to comment further on the agreement. A poor tobacco farmer from Southern Virginia, Lax got married and moved with her husband to Turner Station, a historically black community outside of Baltimore. They were raising five children when doctors discovered a tumor and lacks of service, and saved a sample of her cancer cells collected during a biopsy. Lacks died at 31 years old in the colored ward of John Hopkins Hospital, where she was buried in an unmarked grave. While most cell samples died shortly after being removed from the body, her cells survived and thrived in laboratories. They became known as the first immortalized human cell line because scientists could cultivate them indefinitely meaning researchers anywhere could reproduce studies using identical cells. The remarkable science involved and the impact on the Lax family, some of whom had chronic illnesses and no health insurance, were documented in a best-selling book by Rebecca Skloot, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lax, which was published in 2010. Oprah Winfrey portrayed her daughter in an HBO movie about the story. John Hopkins said it never sold or profited from the cell line, but many companies have patented ways of using it. In their complaint, Lax's descendants argue that her treatment illustrates a much larger issue that persists today, racism inside the U.S. medical system. The exploitation of Henrietta Lacks represents the unfortunately common struggle experienced by black people throughout history. In a brief filed in support of Lax's family, attorneys advocating for civil rights, women's rights, and health care equity said the case is one of many in the U.S. with doctors and scientists that have exploited minority patients. Another example they cited involves James Marion Sims, a 19th century Alabama surgeon heralded as the father of modern gynecology, who performed experimental surgeries on a dozen enslaved women without the use of anesthesia, claiming black people could endure more pain than white people. Indeed, a great portion of the American medical research is founded upon nonsensical experimentation upon 
uh, systemically oppressed people, non-consensual, I'm sorry. In another supporting brief, South uh, University law professor Deliso Alfred highlighted the discrepancy in the status and financial stability between the lax family descendants, including grandson Ron Lax, who wrote a book in 2020, and the medical profession who were profiting. So um, Henrietta Lax, her family, you know, um, is finally profiting. Good morning, Chocolate Peach, from, um, from this 70 years later. Um, and the only surviving child, Lawrence Lax Sr., lives to see justice done. Grandson, Alfred Lax Carter Jr., says now um, um, Lawrence is 86 and was 16 when his mother died. My God. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Reha said, I said it before, I'll say it again. Peckwoods are treacherous. Racism is at its finest. Uh, You know, in that era, you know, America, this was the way of America. And uh, that, and the debt that that is owed is not can't even be quantified. Um, uh, hey, Anne Marie, good morning. Can't even be quantified. A strange country. It's funny how the United States is always talking about everybody else's um, human rights, but it never addresses its own lack of human rights and what it's done and its history. Mm-hmm. Did we say y'all? I think, oh, no, he's still here. No, I'm right here. I'm good. Damn, I thought that nigga was gone. Well, no one ever gave you a million dollars for thinking. I'd be surprised if they gave you two dollars. <laughs> Kings in the morning, everyone gets. That's not right. <laughs> you got, you got some mutes coming, nigga. <laughs> Why he get mutes coming? Because. Him and Fred. Both of them niggas got now, some Jay, coming. Now, Jay, I was nice, cordial to Fred. Now this motherfucker jumped me today. I didn't, I didn't say nothing to, to you, bro. I'm cool. I don't want no smoke, man. Fred is senile, uh, six eyes. That motherfucker don't know what the fuck he talking about. Because he cussed me out 32 uh, minutes ago. You know, uh, I found, a, I found a, a dog a couple of months ago, and the lady... She kept coming by, coming by, and I set some dog food out. The dog came to me, and I called her, and the lady gave me $500. That's a part of a person's life, man. I have a, I have a little puppy. God forbid anything happened to her because my wife would just fucking lose it. Nigga, you only speaking for the $500. Nigga, shut your ass up. Wow. Yeah, yeah, or cruise each other. Somebody needs to put that dog out of his misery. <laughs> Hello, man. 
I, I come on this show. Here you go, here you go with this big old fat-ass motherfucking rhinoceros <laughs> pussy-smelling bitch. No, no, no. Respect the queen. Respect the queen. Hello, Mary. Good morning. And where the hell is Snitchy at? Good morning, Mary. Good to have you back. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? All right. Happy birthday. Uh, well, it was yesterday, but thank you. Oh, yesterday was your birthday? Fuck your birthday. Yeah. yeah. The day after your dad. Getting on up there. Stop trying to get in the family. You ain't in the family. Come up the thing after your dad. Stop with your jealousy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Enjoy your day. Get your nice cake and all that stuff. You need to be celebrated today. Today is your day. I, I would, to be honest with you, J.K., well, you, you, you can you find out when your puppy was hatched so we can celebrate his birthday coming up? <laughs> she turned with Ali. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to call my dad real quick. Check on him. We're going to check on Mr. King before I get out of here. We did get some good information in the day, so I'm happy about that. Hello, Mr. King. Mr. King. Yeah. Just checking in on you. See how you're doing this morning. Oh, I'm okay. You okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. King, this is uh, Mr. Fred. This is Mr. Fred Crosley. Uh, I want to know about your OCPD. Is that from work-related or being around chemicals or? Just didn't know what, what you were handling when you were working. Can you can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I was around a lot of asbestos working in working yes, on ships and you know naval yes sir naval weapons station and uh, yes sir yeah a lot of asbestos and I yes, smoked. Sir. Was that down there, was that down there on Mare Island or just uh, throughout oh. life not knowing you know about the different chemicals? And uh, asbestos being harmful to your health. Well, uh, well, we didn't know then when I was working it was in the sixties, and uh, you could see the particles of asbestos coming from the holes of the ships. You know, you could see it, the particles in the air. You know, we knew it was something, but we didn't know what it was. It was harmful. Yes, sir. Mr. King, I just was checking on you. I tell you I love you. Okay, that's and cool. We love you too. Sir. Hope to see you Sunday. Yeah, you'll see me on Sunday. And my house is what cleaner than Swiss Children's. Exactly. Right. What, what, what are huh? we doing on Sunday? What are we eating on Sunday? What are we having? Well, this should be fine. You wanna do you wanna do a cow you wanna do our soul train? What? Soul Trans, where I get the fish, the, the catfish that I get. 
Yeah, just a catfish. Okay. All right, yeah. can I see you on Sunday? Is, 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 excuse me, I'm so sorry. Is Tarantino still where you where, uh, uh down there on uh, Nebraska and uh, Broadway? Yeah, it's not Tarantino's. It's not Tarantino's anymore, though. Yes, sir. Do they still have uh, pretty good uh, fish in there and all that good stuff? Oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, uh. Yeah, Tarantino's been out there. Okay, Tarantino's been out there about maybe 10 years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Vallejo sure has changed. Yeah. No. Okay, son. I'll talk to you Sunday. Hi, I love you, Bob. Okay, love you too. Later. This segment of The Taste of Sacramento has been brought to you by Pickerel. <laughs> wow. That's the taste of Vallejo. Because <clears throat> they were talking about Vallejo, not Sacramento. Dave, but Vallejo uh, is still open? You're talking about a city that's run down? It ain't a street in Vallejo that don't have a pothole in it. It is horrible. My dad, wow. my dad lived in Benicia. Do you know how many you know how many homeless people they have in Benicia? No, I mean uh, a couple thousand. Eighty. They have eighty, 80 homeless 000? people in Benicia. Oh, eight, oh, eight, of the 80, 80, okay. eighty. Of the eighty, seventy of them couch couch surf on people's um other and live in people's garages. Ten of them are are uh, are in the city and different areas of the city. All of them mm-hmm. are from Benicia. There's not one homeless person in Benicia from anywhere else. You know why? Because you can't come to Benicia and be a homeless person. They won't. You can't live there. You can't stay here. They know. They know all of them. If you're new, they move you out of town. They get you up out of there. Wow. You know how many potholes no. on streets on Benicia streets? Not many. Not one. Do you know how many black people live in Benicia? About thirty. Eight hundred and nineteen. No. There are twenty six thousand nine hundred and thirty people that live in Benicia. 819 of them are black. Wow. Mm-hmm. When these ain't fucking okay. around. Uh, and yeah, every one of them deserve reparations. <laughs> my name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham Cracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, um, uh, uh, Mary uh, Hopkins, uh, Big Fred, Potter, uh, Big Charles, and Snitchy Smurf, and Six Eyes telling you to get busy living because you're going to have enough time dying. We'll see you tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Coming up next is the third hour of crazy. They call it time. I call it crazy. Third hour of crazy. The J. King Network, where the people come together.
shock right. therapy. Right. Shock therapy. If yeah. I had a, a button where I could just shock that jackass that's miserable that doesn't know how to conduct itself in a time of in this time, you know, I mean, this motherfucker just makes my stomach hurt. But well, I had a we, talking about talking about the Rusty Reverend Ali. You know we don't want you, we don't want your stomach hurting. Um, hello, Prada. Um, hello. He said hello. Good morning, Prada. 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 Jeez. <laughs> Where's Reese? Is, is Reese still here? Don't wake that fucker up. Don't wake him up. Man. Yeah, I just wanted to see what uh, I hadn't heard. I hadn't okay. heard about what was going on with um. When I first came on, you guys were talking about Trump. Yeah, and I hadn't so, heard so about they... the lick because I don't pay I don't pay any attention to, to to the news when it comes to him. Like I, I refuse to get sucked into that. When they but got you a forty five you get got a forty five page indictment. Um, and they're yeah, trying to bring him up on the charges from uh, January six. And that's, and that's and, what, and people are going for this again. Yeah. Like yeah, people are getting excited about this again. Like how many times do they do this that people don't un- that realize? Like you know what? This has been happening for how many years straight, and they keep doing this. Maybe I'm getting taken. Maybe you know I'm being played for a fool. Like I, I don't. How many times does this have to happen before people? Kind of you got to understand that. Listen, you, you, you heard the term zealot before, right? Yep. I'm, I'm sure you've heard that term before. Okay. So, the and I don't say this to be disparaging to bring this person's name up, but take a guy like Dave Smith, right? Dave Smith, even Keone for that matter. These guys are what you consider zealots, right? He's got to be charged because he's got to be guilty. And when you have a zealot like that that says, no matter what, they're not going to look at any of the evidence. They're not going to read any of the indictments. They're just going to listen to the pundits who tell them, yep, they got them this time. The walls are closing in. And they'll just repeat that mantra. And then when you challenge them on what they believe, they immediately get defensive and erratic. And all I asked was one simple question. Did you read that indictment? Like, if you did, you know I know what I'm talking about. The shit is bullshit. But they refuse. They won't read it. Because reading it will then dismiss their, their, what they believe. And they can't have that. That's what... I don't know, man. It just, it just seems like, you know, even on both sides, getting all riled up about this thing. I mean, it, at this point, people should, even if you pay attention to the news, you should just look at it. If you're not invested in it in any other way, like, Reese, you have a show, so I understand why, you, you know, but... People should just kind of roll their eyes, turn the TV off, and go about their way. Like, it's, I just, I just still find it fascinating that people are still falling for this stuff. Let me tell you something. And they're so emotionally, it's so emotionally invested in it. But it's all news. It's, it's news is made to gather you and make you stay for the and listen to it. It's not, it's not meant to be good or bad. It is nothing but secret secret. And this guy. Y'all keep listening to him every year he goes through this. There's always something about him. But what happens is he's creating free publicity. That's what it is. It's free. And the more they keep him in the news, 
the more people keep running hands, man, and more people keep gravitating towards. Just saying. No, it's it's more money they get. It's more money they get for advertising dollars. The more eyes that are on, I agree. The more well, ears that are on, the more the money they make. And people keep well, letting it, them do it. I just I don't understand it. It's a way, it's a way to keep people from looking at their own lives and doing anything in their own lives. They're just watching all of this shit transpire. It's just a way to keep the it makes me think a little bit of that, that that movie, the movie they cloned Tyrone. It makes me think a little bit uh, of that because they kind of right. brought that up in it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Speaking like of it, cloning, what do y'all think about, speaking of cloning, what do y'all think about this whole conspiracy theory where they've cloned Jamie Foxx? <laughs> I don't know about cloning, but he, there was a picture of him that came out where he just looked like, Ten shades lighter. Like I was like, what happened? Like, his hairline was all different. I was just like, you know. And before I saw that, I could care less either. I, I I don't know. I mean, my whole thing when he was supposedly sick, my whole thing was like, I just hope he gets better, and I left left it alone. I was like, if he's sick, right. I hope he gets better, and that that was my whole response to that whole thing. Right, mine. I didn't want to know more. No interest in it. Yeah, I yeah. had no interest in it, but now they're, but, they're I, but I did that. think that was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> when the movie came out, you know, it's just like, ah, oh, that's interesting. I second that on you. I, I second you on that. I agree. I thought that was, that was, that was kind of interesting too. Hey, if you want to know a perfect example, guys, listen to this. Okay, now this is this is oh, you know. Oh, hold on, Reese. Hold on, Reese. Before, before you get started, what? Before you get started, Reese. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Which one? Sound of Freedom? No, no, no. Sound of Freedom? No. No. Um, they no. clone Tyrone. They clone Tyrone. Tyrone. Oh, they clone Tyrone. No, I've been planning on seeing it. I haven't had a chance yet. Yeah, that's But anyway, I want to say this about the polling data. Here's the deal. Pay very close attention to these very, very important factors. We got four indictments of a president who everybody believes should be in jail. He's the number one front runner on his side, and he's statistically tied with the president who beat him two and a half years ago. Why is that happening? You just gotta ask yourself the question. Why is that happening? If this is working and it's destroying his name, there's no way he should be able to win in 2020. But he's statistically tied with the incumbent. And you got to ask yourself why. And nobody is. Because if anything, if any of this makes any sense, Joe Biden should be, Joe Biden should be killing it right now. He should be killing it. Does anybody think that people are becoming apathetic towards this whole thing, this whole process? Mm-hmm. Because nothing is going to change, no matter who nope. is it. I mean, the system, the system move, you know, turns on, right? Um, for the average person and what they're going through, you know, with inflation and all the stuff that's going on, do they fundamentally think that anything's going to really change? Most people probably not. You know, they just do it for, because it's like a, a sport, right? It's a team, my team. I just want my team to win kind of thing. But I... I'm just wondering if you guys think that people are just starting to get apathetic 
towards this whole this whole process. They are. I don't know. I mean, I'm over it. I haven't watched the news or TV or I can't tell you. I mean, once in a while I check on shit and I, you know, but I don't sit and watch the news. I don't, I just, I don't even watch TV like that. It's just all the same shit over and over again and nothing ever changes. I mean, does anybody else on the feel that way? Because I mean, well, I don't know. you asked me earlier. You asked me earlier. I guess it was about two weeks ago that I and I just perfectly point blank told you that I don't get too emotional or get caught up in the bullshit into politics. I watch the news and I watch the same song and dance. You know, I, I'm OG man. I mean, I watched Watergate. I watched. Uh, you know, there's been so much going on, and it, it breaks my heart as an American. As an American, and I'm an American. This is where I was born and raised. My mother and father, you know, we worked down there at the shipyard, the Air Force Base. My parents was in the military, and I love my America, but it's corrupt. It's not. It it, it's, it gets emotional, so I just blanket out the uh, the politics, man, because it hurts our people. It really does. And I think that's one of the advantages of being older. Definitely. One of the few advantages of being older is that you have um, the experience over a span of time. So you can see the patterns. So if you talk to somebody who's 20 years old, they still may be very excited about it. But when you've lived a long time, no. you've seen it year after year after year, election yeah. after election. I mean, when you've seen it big, so long. Begging partons. Begging partons, man. Making part yeah. shut the country down when we need a budget passed or either somebody's waiting on a welfare check or a social security check and they sit you around waiting, waiting, waiting on the third or the fifteenth, uh, and then they walk out. Walk out and you know, oh we're gonna come back and we're gonna have a meeting. Democrats say something else. Everybody's living fine, dog. They are living fine. American people are hungry. Been hungry, okay? And they watch this shit, and you watch this shit. What's going to happen? You know, yes, you're supposed to be getting some good information. Yes, I wake up in the morning time, I turn the television on to see what the weather is, what's going on in northern America, what's going on in Japan, what's going on in Vallejo, Sacramento, what's going on in Texas, what's the weather, what happened last night, you know? And it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad, man. And the young folks, they see it. They see mom and daddy struggling, don't have enough to take care of them. So they sit there and watch TV. But it pans down and try to get some attention, man. Human beings. Or if you got sports and guns, you can take your kids hunting and golfing. It takes money, man. It takes money to move from infested areas of poor economics. It's unfair. Healthcare is unfair. Everything's unfair. And we have this conversation. We have this conversation. It's like a we're 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 we just look to look to fight. 
and challenge one another and never come together on shit. Can I ask a question, Fred? Go ahead, man. Please do. With that sentiment that you just said. Yes, sir. Why do you why do you think people still rely on government so feverishly when they know that the government doesn't care, politicians don't care, they never help out the people like that? People are always voting for the same thing. What's that? Republicans don't care. Don't do that. Oh no 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 no! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now listen, Republicans don't care. I'm willing to even go so far as to say, Charles, you know, no politician, regardless of their uh, political leaning gives a damn But let's, you know what, if we're going to be about Fairness, that's fine, so let's Be fair, we know that politicians Therefore government does not care So why are we relying On them, when we know that they don't Care, don't understand And don't, in any of those Who struggle, why do we still rely on them? Because you all I ever hear is People talk about the problems that they Deal with they always respond by saying, we need, we need more government that we can't trust and we can't rely on. Well, let me say something for you. I, I think, I think, think the people are, 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 mis, are miseducated. Like, we don't know, you know, you're born into a system. And you're educated that the system is supposed to work this way. And then that's all you know. You're not given all of the information. You know, you don't know that there's a difference between legal and lawful. You know, you don't. You don't know what's what's com- that most all criminal cases are cases of commerce. And not based on facts and evidence. So I don't. I think people are at a loss, Reese, no, because they complain about it and they know that there's something wrong. But they don't know how to get out of it, or they they don't I think, think their way. We're not thinking our way out of this whole thing. Mm, uh, no, no. And I think I that's think the problem for whatever reason. Uh-uh. I think it's based I, on fear. I, I, I agree. I, think it's based on fear. I agree. I'm with you on that. I think everything is based on fear. I think the control is fear. The government is fear. If you look at history, everything they've done is fear. So yeah, it's a fear thing. I don't think it has nothing to do with anything else, but fear. And so they fear, they fear and hope that they will do right. So I don't think it's, it's anything else. I don't think it's anything else, but our history has shown that if you don't cooperate, they will get you. And you look at it, it's all over TV. If you don't cooperate, they will get you. Good guy or bad guy, they will either, they're going to take off the head first no matter what. And wh- why do you think, why do you think, why do you think the other side looked at our history and then say, oh, yeah, we can't do that, so we okay with how things are? Because we don't need no great news. All they're going to do is shoot it down. Anyway. So we don't care. It's cool that you got a rich partner and you're struggling. You know, it, it's, and I, and I got to say it, when you look at, if you think about the, the movie They Call Tyrone, it kind of kind of puts you in that kind of sense of thinking about that. If there has to be a lower poverty, there's always there's a uh, other movie uh, with the guy from uh, who he played in where, but uh, out of time, you know, where they're being controlled by the government. You know, it, it's a fear. That's it. 
and you know, people. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a fear, and people here, and they have the nerve. People in government have the nerve to tell people how they should live their lives, especially financially, when the government is basically bankrupt. But hey, thirty trillion dollars—that's bankrupt. You know, bingo. You say they're bankrupt. They're bankrupt. But the dollar, the dollar is still the trade, the trade, the trade currency of the world. That's what somebody made a big statement about. So you could, you could take Africa, the whole country, with all the different marks. No matter what, you got trade in the dollar. No matter what. So yeah, we. Well, that, that is starting to change, Charles. We'll we'll see. Look, I'll, let me tell you something. We'll see. I, I, I hear I hear how they change them, and I hear how this person is being involved in, in Africa and everything else. But let me say this. We'll see. Because everybody agrees. Everybody wants to keep the pie. Nobody wants the pie to be on one side. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. I, I really I understand what's going on in the system, but we'll see. Because I'm going to tell you, if it was me, and system was changing, and I'm still not going to have no part of the pie, why play in that politics when I'm still going to be in the barrel with other fish? That, that makes no sense. That's, that's my point. I, I get what's going on out there, and I hear everybody try to change. But if, if, it's just, look, if, if the doctor try to do it and nobody stood behind the doctor, that, that, that to me, that tells me right there and there, they don't want to ask that to do part of the they wanted to play this position to stay where you're at. So that, that's my point. Yeah, they 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 put it to Gaddafi, man. They got it. They got him out of there. And and it's just it's just laugh. Everybody laughs about it like it's funny. It's like, wow. Yeah, they, you know the problem is again. It was, it was supposed to help constantly to ask all look, make them all come together as a whole. He was trying to make them all come together and, and change the world. But now Russia's coming into action. China is already in there a little bit. South Africa don't care. They, look, they, they got their own real control. They're not worrying about a whole bunch of nothing. But it's the rest of the country. It's crazy. It's sad to watch a company full of so so many resources threatened by some other nations, other countries, I should say, in other areas. Then you have um, West Africa, still controlled. Many of those countries still controlled by France. Yeah. Um, Look, matter of fact, matter of fact, what's funny about that? They make them use the franc when the French don't even use the franc, and the franc is worth nothing. It's worthless. They take their money and they make them deposit it in French banks, and then they make them borrow it back at interest. I mean, the, it's crazy what's going on. Even Italy, like Italian politicians called out France was like, "Yeah, we all exploit Africa, but man, dude, like y'all doing too much." It's crazy. You got you got uh you got kids grandkids. Sorry. Oh, who was that? 
I said, do you have kids or grandkids or nieces or nephews at all, you know, um, that go to public school? Who are you asking, Fred? I'm asking you. Um, right now, I'm in I'm in Canada, and I don't have any little kids. My son and daughter, they're university age. My daughter just graduated. So, yeah. 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 So, That's cool. uh, I, That's cool. when they were, when we were in the U.S., when we were, before we came here, yeah, they were, they were in public school. Right. Yep. Was it, uh, what city, what city or county, what school district? Um, it was in North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. You know, it's a trip, man, because everything that you, we have an adult conversation here, and uh, next week I'm going to make a decent, well, I'm, I'm going to go back to helping out around the school. <clears throat> and I, I just want to share something with y'all. You know, these schools, man, They everybody's locked down in the schools, the doors. It's, it's a trip. You know, because of the shootings and whatever's going on. Uh, it's like it's army or military setting to me, prison setting to me, the, the way that you have to eat your lunch real quick, then they line you up. I mean, the whole system, man. And then you want to know why the kids are angry, you know. And this is this is this is our future. The little ones are, is our future, okay? We can sit back and talk shit, man, but we got to get involved with the youth because we lose them. We we lost the set during the uh, crack epidemic and the drug epidemic, and then we had a little war, and people just, you know, unfortunately get killed. But we we got to do better with our youth, man. And our educators no, are being I... assaulted. Our educators are being assaulted. You know, you have kids walking around black, green, Japanese, mad, just, 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 just mad. That's what I see. I don't know. And then when I when I when I when I get with my when I get with my other set of brothers and sisters with this RIP and all these tattoos and I understand tattoos you do what you want to do freedom of speech but there's this one that say RIP it's uh it's being a epidemic of killing and dead to make yourself someone. Famous or, you know, it's a fad to go to jail or either to be shot. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't like that. And I try to talk to the youth. I try to talk to the educators. And I slipped in. God put me there. I didn't, I didn't, I, I knew this is what I wanted to do, be there. But, and I can, and I, I, I give an input. And I'm straightforward with my thinking. And this is 2022, and if you have an educator or somebody that's in control, that the military, that's been in the military, you can't handle these kids like this is military. Or, well, when I, when I come up, this is the way, hey, then when you make statements, and I hear that statement, or statements, man, you know, that's the only thing that's kind of wavering with me. 
is because I, I, I get myself involved in shit that I really, uh, it causes a problem for me. Sleepless nights, write-ups, conversations with on the carpet, don't say this, don't say that. And my wife said, you're taking on too much. You're taking on too much. But that's my purpose. That's what I like to do. But something for y'all to just think about because you see what's on the news. You see your youth. And um, you, you, you stand back and you stand away from them instead of saying, hey, what's up? How you doing? What's up? How can I help you? Can I give you a ride to work? Um, hey, man, let me holler at you for a minute. What's going on with you, bro? What's going on with you, sister? White, black, cream, what's happening? Either somebody that's homeless. Stop and tell them, hey, somebody loves you. You know what I mean? That means a lot, y'all. means a lot. means a lot. Fred, do you see... Do you see other people in the community getting out there helping you or doing what you're trying to do or Well the church. Like I, I when I when I find something that I can't financially happen, I'm connected with a few churches and I'll go to some of the churches and I'll say, Um, I got a family that's in the you know, they, they you know, I need somebody to check on them. And I, I get support out of the church. Then the city council and I um uh, I I have a personal relationship with him and his wife. And uh, I get help. I do get help. But the chain of command, it can't happen right now. Um, if there's a street light out and we need street lights, well, you got to take this to city council. you got to say, you got to take this. Well, hell, man, I know some cats. I got some money. You know, I mean, it don't cost that much to put a fucking uh, light up or a stoplight. You know, but, you know, there's so many hoops hoops that you have to go through in life. One of my grandkids want to go back to the same school he's going to. No, that he, it's time to start all over. He's at Paliato, and it's close to my house. But it's the way that the zoning is, I'll get myself in trouble uh, if his mom say that he lives somewhere else and then something happened during the day and then I show up with my ID. And, then, you know, I don't like to falsify shit when it comes to kids. I like that I know that it would be better for him to stay here. He's talked to me. He's told me that he don't want to go to a different school, make new friends. You know, he's an introvert. Um, how many teachers have approached him? He says none. He's had, never had a conversation with an educator or any staff. He said one teacher during the whole during the whole year stopped by the cafeteria and had words with him. He says he's on his own playing field, you know. I don't want to get involved in that, but you have kids that stand offish, you know. Um, but I don't. If it's good for him to go to another school, meet new people, you know, I got to look at that. I don't. I don't want to make it just for him. I want to see what the system has for him. Um, it's a lot of stuff, man. When you go to school nowadays, it's not your child; it's the other child that's kissing and vaping. And doing the shit, you know, um, you get exposed to a lot in public school. In public school. Do you think the parents are involved enough? 
You know, parents are babies, man. We had an epidemic of, um, I think, the ecstasy. I'm dealing with kids, man. They parents were like 24, 25, dude. You know, so they were out there, you know. So even during the pregnancy, they was using. So the kids are, and then they don't have a mom and a dad. When you're 24, 25, having all these little babies, man, uh, you don't have no parenting skills at all, at all. So grandparents and the system takes care of your kids. And then I guess it snaps when you get to be about 40 or 39 that you, these are your babies. But then it's too late. You haven't showed them no good work habits of living with you and them watching you get up, go to work, bring home the butter. On Friday is payday. Mama goes to the grocery store. Daddy washes the car, cut the yard, you know have a few beers, maybe go out park on Saturday and Sunday. It's not happening, y'all. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. You know, um, I'm a true believer in you got to open up to a guy, you know what I mean? Shit, you know, you see them coming to the schoolhouse and they car all blah, 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 and then they running in there and, you try to help them out, man. People run out of gas trying to get to work, and they don't even know what a car is. The mechanics of a car. <laughs> man, you don't know how to tell me how many times these ladies pull up to the to the uh, stop sign and run out of gas. I whip out my uh, AAA car here. Just get it out of the world, you know. Just be cool. It's gonna be okay. Military town. They don't. It's um. They don't have their mom and daddy here. You know, so I see a lot of that. Then I see a lot of um, <clears throat> folks get here and they send for their cousins and their relatives. And that, they bring the, the, the shit with them. You're supposed to be starting all over again. You bring the same bullshit, alcohol, cussing, bad behavior to somewhere where you get a second chance. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh. Very affordable here. Very affordable here in Texas. But that element of you wanting to do what you want to do, enjoy the comfort of somebody telling you good morning and yes, ma'am, no, sir, because it's military. That's what you're taught. That's what is programmed. Take your hat off when you come in a building. When you see an elderly person, step to the side, open the door. You know, that's what the structure is here. But now you do have that bad element, which every town does, every, you know, you have different people. People are different, no matter where you go. I don't understand. I don't understand the thinking of someone that has to have two Mercedes Benz, a $6,000 house note, and mama and daddy have to work eight hours in order to pay for that shit. And it's only material shit. So then your child is left at home doing what God knows what. You know, I don't care if you have the best kids, you teach them everything that's right, everything that's right. I'm talking about everything that you think is right. If you're unattended, you will have mischief. You will have mistakes, especially at an age of, uh, adolescence, uh, you, you're not out of high school, and your mom and daddy both working, buddy. 
That's the way this world is is grinding your ass off. And you're not doing any spending enough family time, home time, sitting around the damn front table talking about what happened today, finding out the slang and what's up and this hit and what's going on. Shit. Oh. And there's a lot of jobs out there too, man, right now for young folks. And you don't have to have a diploma. All you got to do is show up, pull your fucking pants up, and show up. Man, nobody's working. Everybody is something is something wrong. You can get a job today. Period. Now, where where in Texas is this, Fred? Uh, I'm in Central Texas, uh, Fort Hood. I'm in Central Texas, uh, Colleen. Oh, okay. Colleen is the city right. I live in. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of the uh, largest military installations in the world. And the reason that I, I found this place, man, um, I entered myself back in 2001 on a construction job. And we dicked around with that, got hooked on the opiates, got some drunken drivers, and uh, got an opiate real, real tough. But I, I shook that shit. But I lived. And um, when they gave me that $250,000, I said, I'm not going to try to invest this back into the cocaine game, the hustle game. I'm not going to let my mother nobody fuck me over. So I got on the Internet before I got the money. And I said, where can I live for it? Where can I buy a house for 140 back then, $140,000 or $60,000? And it said, New Mexico. No, it said Mexico or Colleen, Texas. I got on the airplane and came here. Never had been there a day in my life. And been here ever since, you know, back and forth from here to Mississippi. You know, I went to Mississippi to help out after Katrina. And fell in love with them folks down there, man. Just kind of, just been blessed, man. You know, you know, really a blessing. The change is good. Absolutely. And I understand why people don't want to live, don't want to leave from where they're, where they were born and raised, because the atrocity of being rejected and afraid, we don't move around like everybody else. I'm gonna leave that, leave that alone. Well, I mean, I think All right, man. For, for women, for for guys, for young guys, they're supposed to be mobile. And we were supposed to be able to pick up and move somewhere. And, I mean, that happened a lot, right, in the past with the Great Migration from the south to the north. Yeah, but, man, that was a tough road right there. thing was what I saw. My thing was, now, I'm not a a big old, big old motherfucker. I mean, but when I put a hard hat on and some work clothes and you stand in there for public transportation, uh, sometimes they pass Nigga, you stop lying. Nigga, you's a big yeah. old fat, funky motherfucker. No, Nigga, no, with man, right I, I know how to your teeth. I know how you know. I know how to put the right clothes on. You know to get on Bart. You know public transportation and shit like that. But motherfucker, man, they be looking at you strange back then, and like you ain't supposed to be out there. So if you sit there and watch all the motherfucking movies and uh, the and the atrocities that have happened in this world, you come out scared, afraid. And you say, fuck it when somebody look at you wrong or say something stupid when you're there in the office filling out your paperwork. I ain't dealing with that, Mom. I ain't going back to that job. Well, baby, go on and then rest. You ain't got to go back. Baby, you go back, man. Check this out. 
We done went to the flea market before, me and my sister. And we come out. Okay, my sister get the, get the parking spot first. The fucking white boy goes up under the hood while we're in the flea market and, and cut the fucking cables on the car, home. Huh? Right there in California. But we're going to move on from that. But you say, why do people feel inferior and um, kind of standoffish and don't want to go nowhere? That's that's the reason. Have you ever thought about that? I guess I'm the only one talking. Sorry, Fred. I was on. I put myself on mute. Yeah, <laughs> I put myself on mute. So, where are you from originally? The Bay Area, Vallejo, Sacramento. Oh, okay. Just that little part right in the Oakland, Vallejo, Bay Area, right in there. That nigga lying. That nigga from Cedo Lake, California. <laughs> What's going? Man, because I heard you talk about helping young people before. I was always wondering, then you hear Snitchy Smurf talking about, you know, helping people. It seems like there's people that want to help, man, and want to organize. They just don't know exactly how, I guess, you know. No, nah, you know, you, you you just have to do it out of your own budget, man, you know, if you're able. That's all. You just have to do it out of your own budget because, you know, and I find that, you know, it's a lot of, you know, when you're handling food, people, you got to cook it. When you pass it out, you got to be certified and all that shit. And then the church get involved, and then they take it to another <laughs> another level. Um, when you give somebody in the public something at, at the school, uh, one time they were, when, when they were giving out masks, you know, you had to wear a mask. So I bought some off of Amazon. So when the kids, I noticed once they get to the, uh, once they leave home and they get to the profile, they think about it. Oh, shit, I ain't got my mask. So they turn around, you know, but you're supposed to go up to school. You can't go. So I bought some. Man, that was the biggest bullshit. Oh, you can't give kids masks. They need to get it from the nurse. You know, that that kind of shit just pisses me off. Uh, Then at uh, summertime, carry on. Okay, the kids at, at summertime. Give them some fucking crayons to go home with, some markers and shit. You know, give them some of the shit y'all gonna tell the custodian to throw in the trash. Well, French can't do that. French can't do this. I'm like, wow. You'd rather throw it the fuck away than to give it to the kids and then say that they home rather than being abused at home. The government give you the shit. It's paid for. Well, that waste of paper. We're not going to have enough paper for the fucking rest of the year. Oh, the paper. She's just wasting this paper. These kids don't know what this is. I'm like, bitch, just go with the uh, ticker area. Whatever they give you, just do it. Well, she's, I went down to her room, and her room, it's loud down there. She ain't got no control. It's none of your fucking business. Run the copy machine, bitch. Boom. Like this. Wow. Because I do. Shit. <laughs> My wife say, take it easy, Fred. Take it easy. Leave it alone. Oh. But see, God sent me, man, to watch, bro. To see, I'm old school. When they, when, 
When you drop your kids off at school, it's a strange place with all these strange people. You don't know shit about them. But when they see my black ass and they can tell, that old man, it's going to be all right. If he sees something, he's going to tell it. <laughs> that nigga going to tell it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, listen, I'm going I'm to I'm jump off. I'm going to still be listening, but I, I won't be on the phone. It's been really ain't got nobody Thanks talking. For... Ain't nobody talking. Ain't nobody talking with I, me. I know. You might have to, you know, Ali not going to talk. Ali, come on and say something, man. Anyway, I got to roll. Later, y'all. Sorry, man. Fuck, you Fuck both of you niggas. <clears throat> Ali, I'm going to tell you something. I'm coming to San Diego. Shut your where, ass where up. I, you ain't where, coming nowhere, nigga. What air, what air, what uh, airport do I fly into Burbank or which one of them? LAX? You don't come which to one? Um, Don't come into none of them, nigga. Come on, man. We're going to have breakfast. Welcome, you there? Mm-hmm. She don't want to be bothered with niggas tonight. I'm here, but I don't know if y'all can hear me or not. You sure the fuck can't hear you, nigga. You was better off saying nothing. <laughs> Forget you, Cuddle. <laughs> I'm here. I pressed the one, but it was right before 10. So, yes, but I'm here. And, um,. Yeah, doing more texting than anything today. <laughs> but um yeah. Deductions, um let's see here. I got a few of them. I I'm keeping track. Thinking maybe we'll we'll all be hanging up here in a moment. <laughs> I'm gonna go back on mute. Y'all y'all doing a great job. <laughs> They're going to lose me in a minute. That's what's going to happen. Good, nigga. Bye. <laughs> cut somebody Love out. Y'all. Cut somebody out first. Cut somebody out first. <laughs> you missed it. He, he didn't curse me already. <laughs> I was listening. I didn't get you. He did. He he, yeah. he cursed me. He told me I, I would have been better to stay quiet. <laughs> oh, that looks he don't mean it. But I think I think you were flying to Burbank. I think you were flying to Burbank to get to him. But I'll, I'll okay. come up with that information. Okay, okay. fine, fine, and then just going mm-hmm. I'm gonna sneak up on you. I'm gonna get that out. ass too. <laughs> yeah, it's an airport about ten minutes away from my house. Yep. <laughs> he talked some shit. I was knocking on that nigga door. <laughs> Bring your ass right. out of that nigga. I'll right. show up on his fuck ass. All right. Absolutely. All right, come out. All right, something on the <laughs> garage door. You know them big old pretty ass garage doors. Yes. All right. They have lots of nigga, those in San Diego. Whoop, yeah, I'm gonna whoop your ass when I see you, and I'm gonna write it on the on the on the on his garage door. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get off here. All right. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't making All right, me laugh today. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. For certain. Love y'all. Oh. And uh, I'll All see right, y'all man. later. Bye-bye. Okay. Yep. Bye. Take care. Mm-hmm.